right, everybody. I am coming to you live from the week before we, this podcast comes out with Scott Nordstrom. Here we are. It's not a week. It's like five days. Yeah. Well, regardless, I'm excited about this because I'm, I don't know, It's each one of these might be my last for a little bit, you know? Oh, so. man. Yeah. So welcome to this week with this uh this decent dialogue with Greg and Scott. Next week, it could be decent dialogue with Levi Whitney and Scott. Scott. Oh, yeah. Whitney oh, and Scott. Oh, Levi. <laughs> Yeah, I've told Whitney she might have to be a guest uh, guest on here. Yeah, I honestly, the week that we skipped, I was like, should I just get on and talk for 10 minutes for myself? I thought about that. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to talk about. So You could just go on a little monologue for 10 minutes. Yeah, but who wants to listen to that? Maybe I'd, I do. Maybe I could do my stand-up routine. Yeah. Have you ever had an interest in doing stand-up? Oh, no. I've always, I have like thought sometimes, I'm like, if I had to do a talent show, and I was, and you was told, "Hey, get up there and give a five minute stand up of the type of jokes I would tell." But I've definitely toyed around with it in my head. But yeah, that's funny. I'll work on. We should routine. try to do that. We should like try to come up with a little two or three minute stand up routine and and try to do it on the podcast. That'd be a good bit. All right, that'll be. A, we'll do that, and then we'll record it as like a release where, if you know there is a week we miss, we can put it as a bonus episode. Yeah, to fill the gaps. I've or Patreon, never... $5 a month, and you can hear us there do our go. stand-up routines. I've never had any desire to do that. I feel like comedians are probably the smartest uh, entertainers there are. It's a, it's a craft, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and they're brilliant. Um, I mean, I, I listen like to the you... Nate Bargatze podcast, and I don't think that's necessarily true, but I do think the, <laughs> the about the I don't comedy, know. I think great. I think Nate Bargatze is, like, low-key a genius. Oh, yeah, but he's also not... He knows... He, just, he knows... There's a there's genius, but then there's doing what you do really well. I mean, like there's yeah, doctors, mathematicians, stuff like that that know their craft very, very well, but mm-hmm. don't know how to do life outside of that. Wow, that's actually a really interesting thought because a lot of times we see other people that are really good at their craft, and we're like, man, they must be really enjoying that. That's awesome that they're doing that. And it's like, no, they just got really good at a thing, and now they enjoy doing that thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's more about getting really good at something, and the better you are at something, the more you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Man. A breakthrough. Eureka tonight, you know? Eureka. But we are also playing golf on Saturday, and I'm excited because, you know, like the other times we've gone, I've recorded sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel zero shame about having that podcast mic <laughs> rolling. So. Yeah? Well, what are you going to do when we're paired with two, like, 75-year-old retirees. I don't know. I, I'm hoping that we are in the clear. Yeah, I don't... I, I, think, I, I mean, you should be able to, to, to say no. Be like, I reserve this time. I paid money. Is my money not worth it? Yeah, but a lot of times, like in the fancier golf courses, like you either have to do a foursome or you get paired with people. But I don't know how fancy this course is we're going to. It is not fancy. You um, say that, but I've seen the reviews and it seems like pretty decent. But know. actually, I say that, and then for what we're paying, it's not. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's forty dollars, which you say is normal for Saturday morning. I don't believe Saturday it. morning. That's cheap. Yeah, like, I'm dead it. serious. Cheval, I know Cheval is like on the nicer end, but the mm-hmm. really nice course near me is one twenty, like before noon on oh, a really? weekday. Yeah. No. Um, I also just looked at the Moccasin Wallow, the where we're playing. I gave away our, our location, so if anybody. Wants to come out to watch us play golf, oh I guess they can. Well, this will come out after they. Yeah, yeah, we're play. safe. We're so safe. 
they can't someone can still schedule for the 745 for two so okay there is a possibility but yeah i mean we'll um, probably be fine and yeah, if it is just know. the two of us it's way more enjoyable oh than, for like, sure being paired with randos i'd rather just be like just go ahead of us we'll wait i mean we'll, <laughs> we'll play yeah. behind you but, i'm sure it'll be it'll work out it always does life yeah. works out I've only been paired with other per- another person once. I mean, I don't, I don't play golf much, but my dad and I yeah. were paired with somebody once, and it was the worst thing. Yeah. He quit after nine holes, thankfully, but it was like, it, I don't know. It was something else. I was like, why do yeah. we choose to play golf today? Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, But anywho, no, I'm excited for golf. I think tomorrow I'm going to go get some golf shoes. Ooh, can you, so, can you snag me a pair too? I need some. Yeah, maybe they'll have a little bogo action. What yeah, size do you wear? Ten and a half. If you're going to a golf place that has Bogo, it's probably not the greatest golf store. <laughs> that's not a thing. It's not like the Publix of golf shoes. No, I feel like people just assume it. I don't know. Golf is so expensive, dude. Yeah. When when Levi is growing up, are you gonna let him play like all the different sports and have him try all the stuff, and then mm-hmm. you do baby too? Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to blow it. I mean, what he wants to. I mean, we play a lot at home already. Like, he loves playing soccer with me and basketball and baseball and stuff like that. Like, he he enjoys playing all of it. So, I mean, I might as well. Might as well. He'll start. Put him on a team and see what happens. Yeah, he'll start this or next year. I mean, he might hate it. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I'm I'm indifferent either way, but. Yeah. Did you play sports growing up? I played. I played one thing of soccer when I was four and hated it because I had to run a lot. And then, but I mean, Levi likes running, so. And Levi then I played, likes running. I played baseball up until ten, and I hated oh, wow. every season of it. And then switched to soccer and cross country from there. So there you go. But I enjoyed soccer a lot. I just I guess it took me a while to come back to it. Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to that thing. You know, if you're not good at something, you don't really enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. So then I got better at it, and I was like, oh, now it's good. You know, Perfect. Now, now I can have fun with it. I mean, that is true. I don't do things I'm not good at. Like. Yeah, but you don't get good at something unless you do it. Yeah, but it's so frustrating. It's so yeah. So I've been playing um, Trackmania. I don't know if I if I mentioned that on this podcast or not. Good I like lord, I've like mentioned like five times. Um, but it's a little racing game, and that's probably one of the only games lately I've been like, I kind of want to be good at this. Like, I want to try to do it. Like, it's you're racing against yourself, and I mean, to the point where you're trying to get the best time, and there's like certain medals you need to try to hit and like a, yeah. um, like a campaign of like 30 tracks. Um, and they're all like 30 to 40 second tracks. So like you can run hmm. them pretty quick. Um, but it's it gets pretty like addicting trying to beat your own time and stuff. But it's also not like the, like all like the multi, like Call of Duty Warzone or Fortnite or any of those like online shooter stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just don't, one I, get, one, I get too stressed. And two, I feel like I'm so behind the curve that yeah. it is tough to get into. You but. just get waxed. I, I get waxed. I feel bad. My team carries me quite a bit. So that's why I like playing with other people. Because if I play by myself, I'm like, this is no fun. Yeah. <laughs> I need somebody to carry me to, to, um, to carry to you to the, the, the Royale victory. Yeah. I'm just there victory for the victory Royale. I'm just there for the hangs for the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. That's why I feel like those battle Royale games are good for the hangs. Yeah. I'm just chilling out, you know, I, or, have, I can't even remember the last time I played a video game. You know what's also, I mean, I also did not, I mean, it took me two years after having a kid to play a video game, so. <laughs> um, but Natalie and I, I think I mentioned on this, I didn't even have an Xbox until like last year, I think. Yeah, about yeah. a year ago or so. Um, it was just, I don't I don't think I would have got it 
if I did if I didn't move to Sarasota. Like the reason yeah. for me getting it was to hang out with people because I moved away. That's so funny. But otherwise, I think I would have still been without. But yeah, well, yeah, such is life. So, Scott. Yes. Do you know why I brought here tonight? Um, to debate me about something. Yeah, because I came over to your house and you tried to give you gave me a soda. A non-organic Dr. Pepper soda. It was zero sugar, though. Yeah, with terrible stuff inside of it. And I said, Scott, <laughs> why aren't you? How not, much did you enjoy it, though? Not drinking this. Oh, it was great. I did enjoy it, but it is so tasty. But if you enjoy something, are you good at it? I don't know. Um, I am good at drinking sodas that are bad for you. I actually yeah. don't drink soda that much, and when I like, I I very rarely drink non-diet soda. These. Then why'd you tip days? me? It was diet. I don't really drink soda. I mean, I say, yeah, I don't really. I drink mostly just water. I have like a little orange LaCroix things I like a lot. They're like a public <laughs> screen-wise version of it, and it's great. Um, That's so funny. But no, we did start talking about like stuff that goes in it, and then we started talking about organic stuff. And yeah, in my house, um, we buy organic quite a like bit. Like organic everything? or Probably about 90% of what we buy is organic. That's crazy. I would say. And then you yelled at me and told me to go out of the house when I said that. So I said, we will have non-organic only. No. Yeah. So why do you buy organic then? I buy organic for a few reasons, Scott. And I've done my research too. So yeah. I hope you're ready for this. Um, I hope you're ready. And you're I looked not, up, there's no way you're ready for what I'm going to say. And I looked up opposing information. I looked up, I looked up articles that disagreed with what I said mm-hmm. so that you would be able to um, so you can make my arguments better, better than I can. Exactly. And then when you give your arguments, I can say that's this is why it sucks. This is malarkey and yell at you. So <laughs> okay, I can't um, wait for you to yell at me. All right. I think there's. I mean, there's a few things. Reason I'll start this. When I first got married to Natalie, um, I did not like. My group in a house that did not buy anything organic and thinks organic is all a bunch of hoopla, you know. And so it didn't really occur to me that like that was important or whatever it may be. It was just like, what's the difference? It's probably not the big a deal. Like, why does it matter? I don't like it. It was a point of contention almost in marriage because Natalie came from family that did buy a bunch. And so like it was something we had to learn to compromise on. And I had to learn to be like, it's, you know, like yeah. over time, just changing my ideas and how I feel about it. Right. Um, but I think the biggest thing is not even there's a few reasons. One, um, in terms of like the actual product of, of organic, like there are like there's a few things. One nutrient wise there is it's not a ton like nutrient difference between organic and non-organic like there's Mm -hmm. been some studies that show the difference between it i mean there definitely is a difference like organic fruits end up producing more nutriently dense even if they're not as big they're more dense nutriently than Mm -hmm. some of like the genetically modified or sprayed or stuff like that Mm -hmm. um non-organic stuff and by organic i think i should like put a definition out there for anybody that doesn't know the stuff that's labeled organic in the store can be 100% organic, which is like vegetables, fruit, stuff like single ingredient stuff that is just grown, no pesticides, no, you know, like chemicals or growth or anything like that. Like it's just like put a seed in the ground, grow it, and that's what you get. Mm-hmm. There's when like the stuff that just says like USDA or organic, like the little symbol, that's 95% organic. I think like 5% doesn't have to be organic. Right. Um, and then there's natural, which is like 70%. It's like it's just natural doesn't really mean much like yeah it's just yeah. kind of um more like of it a, needs to be 100 percent organic or usda 
Yeah, USDA or else organic. most of the natural stuff is a lot of just like marketing stuff to appeal yeah. to health conscious people. But um, there's the nutrient thing, which is not a big thing. But the biggest thing for me actually is the health of the soil and long-term farming practice and also climate change like and like how like the pesticide stuff like that affects climate environment like those are actually Mm. probably it's almost like there's a whole side of organic stuff that people don't really think about when it it comes to like in sustainability environmental protection and stuff like that that's a huge do you think i mean with with things being organic and usda organic and certified organic like I mean, who's regulating that? And like, how do you trust who the people that are regulating it? Because you could have farmers or whoever just pay mm-hmm. off the right people and, you know, everything gets, you know, kind of washed or or yeah. what's the terminology? Like everything's greenwashed. Everything is mm-hmm. just, you, you say, all right, this is organic. This isn't. And who's actually saying that? So like, mm-hmm. do you really trust it being organic? Yeah. I mean, I believe it's the FDA and there's like a certain... There's a certain requirement. I think it's actually harder to get the organic tag than it is to like than people realize. Because yeah. not only do you have to use organic and sust- like sustainable like farming methods and stuff like that, you also can't like be within the vicinity of people that are growing it non-organically. Like there's hmm. a whole bunch of stuff like um that you have to go through. Like there's a um there's a local farmer near us that Nelly has like gotten some I think some eggs from and stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. And Nelly's like, oh are you certified organic? And she's like, uh no, because the process is insane, but I do everything organic. I just haven't gone through so the then, certification. Then that proves my point exactly. Like if it's just this whole process that the right people have to get paid in order to do the process to have the government come tell you like, hey, we're mm-hmm. organic, then like what's what's the good in that like well the good in it is that there is some if they you're still just trusting a government agency to tell you that this is healthy well yeah but then if you're not eating organic you're trusting these people to you're you're trusting that these people aren't putting and going putting excessive dangerous chemicals or whatever it is into the products too like if they're not being checked like you're trusting you're trusting the government no matter what in the fda no matter what on the certifications if it says organic at least they've gone through some extra hoopla to try to cut down on those things that are probably used that are used not even the probably but that are used in other conventional methods and i'm, I'm farming is probably the biggest one because i think organic like but are those products like are pesticides or uh you know these different farming techniques are they really that bad like are pesticides really that bad for the environment and it does there's like a couple fold there's like a couple fold that's not the word you're supposed to use uh there's like a trifold a you know, effective at all. One, it's the like trace amounts, obviously, that get into people, you know, and like, it's one of those things too, where like some people, again, I, I, I hear and I used to think this way along the same lines. And sometimes it's, it's hard not to, but like, you know, if people are like, oh, like, because everything causes cancer now, everything, you know, like, I can't freaking look at a light bulb without it giving me a upping my chance of cancer by 10%, you know, or something like that. Um, and it is easy to wonder, like, well, how much does that actually determine? How much does it actually affect me? Okay, what well, cut one day off my life if I do this? You know, like, and you, like, go through all those things of, like, it's, is it that big of a difference? And so, like, the pesticides on the on the fruit or vegetables or, like, growth hormones or chemicals or whatever in beef and chicken, whatever it may be, like, I think they do have an effect. I don't know how big it is, but it's one of those things, too, where, like, I think, like, doctors used to say smoking was okay, you know, and, like, it took years and years of study to to correlate the two. 
And I, I would, I would venture to say there's probably a lot of correlation between some of the cancer rates and what we're doing in our food, um, that we just haven't really even, people haven't given a, their eye to, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I understand that. I think one of my other issues when, you, whenever you try to be, uh, all organic or, uh, you know, if you're not doing organic, then you're polluting yourself or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the different cases may be. Uh, a lot of times the, the organic stuff isn't even available in, uh, you know, a vast majority of grocery yeah. stores across the nation. And so if you're, you know, I know you can, you know, try to make the decisions that are best for you and your family, but then what about the families that don't even have access to this stuff? Are you going to tell them like, Hey, don't eat strawberries because uh, Mm -hmm. of the pesticides on them. It's like, well, no, you probably should like eating strawberries is better than eating like candy. Oh, for sure. And that's like just the reality of the world we live in too. It's like, that's where like Natalie and I don't, we're not, we're not, we don't obsess over every single thing we ever eat has to be organic. Like yeah. ask Natalie how many times we've been to Chick-fil-A or Wendy's in the past month. Like it's up there. Chick-fil-A um, is absolutely terrible for you. It's all organic. Hands Chick-fil-A. down. It's blessed by God. <laughs> so it's safe. Um, uh, I, whenever I eat Chick-fil-A, I just feel like absolute trash after. Really? Yeah. Like that's like, I literally eat it and feel like trash. Maybe I've trained my stomach to be... <laughs> And Whitney's, Whitney's always like, well, it's because you get the fried chicken, get the grilled chicken. Oh, like, sure. I think it's no, just it's all right. what Here's, it's cooked You used to have a weak stomach. The other day, <laughs> my friend Ben came down, and uh, we went to the ice cream shop down the street. We went to the brewery right after the ice cream shop, and then Good I night. came home and made pizza. So um, my, I tummy, my tummy was hating me. Weeping, bro. I think I have a weak stomach. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've Maybe I've trained my stomach to be weak, but... Like if I even, I, I'm, I'm not lactose intolerant, or at least I don't think I am. Like I've never been actually tested, mm-hmm. but if I have, you know, just a little bit more dairy than like, you know, a couple bites of ice cream that has dairy in it, I'm done. Like if I put regular whole milk in my, in yeah. my cereal, it wrecks me. Dude, that's every day for me. Maybe I'm just, it's probably bad. Um, That's another, like, but going back to the point you're making, it is like it is difficult and this is the reality that we live in that you know not everybody has access to organic foods or fresh foods or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. um even like locally grown produce or whatever it may be like i understand it's a it's a privilege if that makes sense you know yeah um but it's almost like one of those things like almost like recycling like if you see the stats about recycling of what actually gets recycled yeah you know it's terrible it's absolutely terrible but i'd rather at least do something than nothing you know and it's like Almost that type of idea with me was like, I'd rather do something and try if I have the means to than not do it. And so like, I know that's not the case for everybody. Not everybody can afford it, but like, I know I can. So I might as well make the choices that I think are going to be better in the long run, but also one of like, in terms of like farming stuff. But also it's interesting. I don't know if you ever watched, you probably didn't, um, but there's a documentary that I think Woody Harrelson of all people narrated (laughs) on Netflix called Kiss the Ground um never even about, heard of it i talked about like re- regenerative farming farming methods which is basically like basically in farming they you know think of like a 15 acre farmland of corn whatever it may be mm-hmm. you know the first year that you that you're growing corn what happens is you grow your corn you harvest it all and then after it's all harvested it typically is a gigantic you know empty field that's open sitting under the sun or whatever it may be but the more crops you grow year after year the more the soil you know the more the soil quality de- 
generates because you know you're taking nutrients from that soil um and a lot of times instead of instead of trying to put nutrients back in or treat the soil a lot of times the what happens is actually like in farming is very subsidized so like the government pays for most of this for farmers which is why it's hard to get away from is the government basically will pay for they will pay for the fertilizer and they will pay for like the um pesticide stuff like that that to spray to basically allow the same amount of growth without having to treat the soil if that makes sense but the more you do it the more it's required and so like compared to organic farming and stuff like that like i saw a stat there's a thing called the rodale institute that natalie sent me um of this like i don't know the institute that does a lot of studies like this but there's a four-year study they're doing right now com- comparing like basically on the same couple acres like right next to each other plots of um organically grown and then conventionally grown like for different vegetables and stuff um like year to year the first year they did um in like there's like a study like in 2018 they did sweet corn and the yield was like pretty much double in the conventionally grown like with what they do today versus organically grown um but the next year that happened the organic had caught up if that makes sense like in the the conventional the conventional growth and yield decreased enough where the organic had caught up to it year after year so like even though there was more growth it's only like a couple years and then drastic measures have to be taken to up that growth again compared to organically grown where it's like you get a little bit less yield but it's more sustainable in the long run and so like i don't know there's a lot to it um but as again it's like it's in the reality that we live in i think the, the toughest part about organic and the stigma that it gets is like in the reality that we live in not everybody can have access to it or it's not as easy as people make it out to be you know you're muted hey guys scott is this is scott's first day on the podcast job uh well i'm trying to listen to my baby to see if she's crying too so um but the the thing too with organic is a lot of times i even feel like what's the point of trying like what's the point of eating fruits at all if like you just hear these different studies of like oh like you know non-organic blueberries are actually terrible for you and they'll Mm -hmm. cause cancer and it's like well what the freak like blueberries are going to cause me cancer and potato chips are going to cause me cancer i might as well eat the potato chips no and i know that's not the right way of thinking and i don't really think like think like that often um but it definitely does give me pause and with the organic uh, the thing you were talking about, the soil, I think there's, you know, obvious biblical principles to that, too, because there was, you know, precedents and laws in the Bible to let the land rest after, mm-hmm. I think, after, let it rest on the seventh year or yeah. uh, after the seventh, every seven years or something like that. Like, you yeah. know, just let the land rest. Give it a chance to chill. Yeah. Uh, and I, so I think there's something to be said for that. But it's like um, in reality, it's like, how do you tell a farmer, hey, don't work for an entire year? Like, yeah, that's not a Christian. Like, I, like even <laughs> I mean, that's what like this is a tangent. But like people talk about how they the law in the Old Testament is just this long list of rules and whatever. But what people don't realize in like taking a look at it through biblical theology, like it is so dr- like God was calling the Israelites to to live to such a drastically different way of life compared to their neighbors that it would have been like it, it sounds insane like is like yeah it, just an example so of that is you know doing that of letting the ground rest or like the year of jubilee every you know every 49 years or whatever it may be of like repaying all debts and giving back all land like there's a yeah. lot of practices that are, you're just like dang like there's some wisdom in that but 
Yeah. No, that's that's definitely true. Uh, but maybe even to to wrap a bow on the on the uh, organic conversation, because I know you're looking for a debate. I started going down that path of organic doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I think I probably ran across a lot of the same studies you did. And there are some things that really don't make a huge difference organic or not. And one of them is like avocados and like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple other things where it's like, if it's organic, great. If it's not great. Uh, but one of the things you said at the beginning of the conversation is like how I want to, I try to live my life overall and not just in eating organic things, but yeah. it's like just being a little bit better and making wise decisions where you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I think so many times we try to go overboard with things. We think, well, if I can't eat all organic, I might as well say, screw it and do yeah. whatever. Well, if I can't lose, if I can't lose 20 pounds, I might as well not lose five pounds. And it's like, you don't have to go crazy. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's something to be said for, for small, you know, small decisions in the right direction can lead mm-hmm. to big changes in the long run. Yeah. And I don't think like obsess, I think like we, you know, I, it might just mean American thing, but we want the quick, easy fix to everything. And we want the, you know, like some people will be like, oh, if I buy organic, I'm going to be healthy and lose a lot of weight. But yeah, yeah and that's on or- the flip side of that. Like organic isn't going to cure cancer. I could buy because organic. Because you eat organic, it's not yeah. going to solve all your problems. Exactly. Like I make a lot of organic cookies that aren't necessarily good for me. <laughs> so yeah, um, because you can still, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But like, that's why I like comparing organic stuff with, exercise diet you know mm-hmm. sleep like sleep is the most underrated thing ever and, and yeah i think sleep is low is not even low-key it's sleep is high-key the most important thing like to if you want to be healthy get eight hours of sleep a night yeah you know r.i.p new parents <laughs> yeah i know for real um like all the things say you need to sleep yeah if you're if you're not sleeping eight hours a night then like nothing else will fall into place oh yeah and it's like i know so many people that like it's you know 10 30 at night and like gosh why aren't you guys going to bed and they're just like oh why not stay up and watch tv i'm like well you know a lot of a lot of people too might not have to wake up at 5 a.m to drive an hour to work yeah but and well you know what i'm saying like a lot of people will like yeah it's like oh i can i can I can function with five hours of sleep. Well, even then, I don't know. I'm a firm believer too. Like we should sleep when it's dark. (laughs) Oh yeah. And like, there's no sense in like, let's go back to organic light only. Well, I I just feel like, I just feel like people, I mean, I bet like, I don't know. Like people used to go to sleep with the sundown and and wake up, but like, I'm definitely a firm believer of having your eight hours be when it's nighttime. Like, Oh really? So like if it's if the sun's raising at you know seven o'clock now like yeah be in bed by eleven but like don't stay up to like like I don't, don't know stay I just, up till one and sleep until nine yeah like I think it's healthier to sleep ten to seven or eleven to seven than it is to sleep from one to nine hmm interesting because you know I, think I don't know I don't have any things behind that. that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm spitting a lot of stuff with not much to yeah. back it up. But well, you started you started strong with the organic. It seemed like you were really well versed in that, and so I appreciated that. Uh, and I actually agree with a lot of the stuff you said, but also disagree in the sense of like it's okay if you don't eat organic, it's okay. But um, well, yeah, I think it, I think it'd be too. okay too. Like yeah, I think if you're yeah. eating non-organic, just also make wise choices. Like yeah, don't be even. It's more even like 
you know, don't be eating a bunch of potato chips and, you know. Yeah. And I think this is, this is even an interesting, I think it's an interesting conversation to be had uh, just in general for the, for the broader sense of, uh, you know, what decisions are you making and why are you making them and looking at organic things and the way organic farmers farm and, mm-hmm. and all of that, like, you, you know, something else to even think about, you said the, the government subsidizes a lot of farming uh, and then the process of getting uh, certified organic and things like that, like there might be like small farmers that are never going to be able to uh, become organic and they might get put out of business mm-hmm. uh, because they can't become organic. Oh, they do. They yeah. can't afford it. Yeah, uh, and then that small town farmer, you know, loses their livelihood because, you know, or they go and get subsidized things. by the government <laughs> to do stuff too. But yeah, it's just, know. it is like a, it's like a, the system is so far ingrained of how it is it's almost it's it's a very it would be a very slow process to to undo it or to try to make it better because it's already so set in stone but i I saw a study by or an article by harvard health that was studying like the difference between like organic and whatnot should you buy it or not Mm -hmm. i feel like it gave a pretty good middle ground answer to to it Hmm. um which i'll end with it because i'm we're all about the the middle the middle ground baby (laughs) radically (laughs) moderate strong opinion but you can like Scott Strong and I probably disagree about held. Scott and I disagree about the extent of organic stuff. Are we still friends? Maybe not. But here we are talking about it. Um, this is like at the end of this article, it said, should you buy organic? Basically, after all the stuff we talked about, you know, um, that's a decision only you can make based on your family's what's and needs in your budget. If you're buying organic solely for better nutrition based on this review or Harvard's review, there's not substantial evidence you're gaining any real advantages. Like I talked about it, like there are advantages but it's the question of do you view those as significant enough or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah. And um, I think that study came out in 2018. Yeah. So um, it'd be con- new, new stuff out. If you're concerned about pesticides and can afford organics, it might be worth the biome, which I think is a very <laughs> wise, like <laughs> if you're concerned about it and you're able to do it and it's in your means, like I can mention, like it's in Natalie has means to do so. Yeah. So it's like, why not is the question, you know, like we, it's in our ability to do so. So there's no reason present preventing us to. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. But obviously if it's not in your budget, then don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't do what you have to do because you're buying organic avocados. But also don't feel like, I, I don't know, this is another rant, but like, don't let anybody else make you feel guilty about your choice or, or whatever it may be. Mm, like that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. It's like, don't, I mean, you get this a lot. We can go parenting a lot, but like, <laughs> um, you know, it's easy to make yourself, it's easy like to view people that are super crunchy of crunch. If you don't know what that means of like very organic, don't very worry natural, about it. stuff like that. Um, but like, it's easy to look at those people and be like, that are doing it and like are blogging about or Instagramming about it of, I bought this organic or I did this, I did this, I did this. And it's like, oh man, I must be a terrible parent. I'm, I fed my kid some Chick-fil-A nuggets today because we were in the car and we needed food, you know? Yeah. I must be a terrible parent. Like, no, like, don't let your, don't let your like self feel guilty about those things. Like, yeah, do what's best, do what's in your means. And that's all you can do. And trust at the end of the day too, like, you know, God is not like, I don't know, like it just, it just doesn't like, I'm trying to figure out the words to say here, but like, it's not, our lives are not dependent on some of these things. Like, if it's yeah. Not what, and I think that's, that's a, that's a good note too, is just don't compare yourself to other people in general, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's in your parenting, what you're deciding to eat, what you're deciding to not eat. Are you, you know, 
are you doing X, Y, Z while this other person is doing ABC? You know, you have your reasons for doing what you do uh, and just make sure you're making the best decisions for yourself and your family and the mm -hmm. people that are around you and in your community and who are you serving and, and things like that. Um, don't compare yourself to people on the internet. Yeah. That's uh, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. I know firsthand. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, we will let you all get out of here. And by that, I, I'm not like adjourning a meeting, so I don't know why I said that. But meeting adjourned. <laughs> Bro, do you go to your Do you go to your HOA meetings? No. Be on the lookout for our stand up episodes. And uh... I was trying to trying to go on a little tangent there at the end, but you didn't well, take the bait. We, we have a minute. I don't pay for Zoom, big boy Zoom. So we have a minute and forty five minutes to wrap this up. We could talk about HOA meetings for a minute twenty. All right, HO meetings are dumb. Have you ever been to one? I've never been to one. I, I went to one meeting and I was the only one from my neighborhood there because it was when the houses first got built. Mm, and that yeah. was me and like all of the like management people. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is chill. And then as soon as other homeowners got involved, it was a mess. Yeah. And it is I'm outrageous. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, HOAs are hilarious. If it's anything like our community Facebook posts, I'm sure it's a wild yeah. ride. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Wait, Thanks for this, listening. Wait, this is our new segment. Um, I have, I have, I have a minute. I have a minute to do this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. Oh no, Scott, this may not work. This may not work. Oh no. Oh no. Less no, than a no, minute. No. We don't know how long now. We don't know how long this is going to be. This is gonna. It's just gonna end, and it, that's oh, gonna no. be the end. <laughs> this is gonna. It's gonna be over. <laughs> I'm panicking. I'm is panicking. this the end? I think so. I think so. I think so. Here we go. Bye bye. Nope. No, no, no. It's not. Um, Adios, amigos. Thanks for sticking around. Um, this is this was gonna be this funny. Is the end. I was gonna read something from See my later, guys. from my neighborhood community group that was. Thanks gonna for be, listening. Um, 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 Thanks for um, listening, man. I appreciate it. Kudos to our, this person for tinting our new car. There you go. Facebook group post. That's not what I wanted at all. Next week, I'll, it'll be better. Tune in next week for HOA meetings. Bye. Bye.